10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Hello, and welcome to the podcast, <laughs> the name and point of which is oh. Are We Friends? I am your co-host, Taylor. I am your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm Jorge. And this is the show where three boys who have known each other for 10 years go through their interests one at a time to see if they are actually still friends or if it's just inertia. This is a special episode because it's the first time that your boys are literally all together in the same place. And and it is only us. Yeah. We've had, we've had the New Year's episode. We were actually in person as well. There was too many people for us to be hype about it because it was just everybody. Yeah, was that was there. a mess. Um, yeah, this was this was <laughs> particularly difficult for me because Taylor's little intro, he's just staring right at me, and I just have to not. <laughs> I was just gonna like that long pause, straight like bullets <laughs> into your eyes, getting you to break. The seduction was palpable. Yeah. Sensual seduction. So that's gonna be the thing to like listen out for this episode. Just like how can we <laughs> visually get the other person to break yeah. while it doesn't come up on the audio. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, what are we, what are we talking about today, Taylor? So today we are talking about an interest of mine. Um, we've it's it's going to be interesting to see how this translates to a audio format. But today we're doing the geometry of Euclid. Yay! I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Euclid. Okay. Um, so Euclid. Euclid is a. Are you, are you having fun yet? Is everyone well, having fun? Okay. So for, for a little bit of background for everybody. turn the episode off already? <laughs> oh, never mind. I'll just listen to. <laughs> so pop. a little bit of background for everybody. Like Euclid was, um, like a, a geometer, and he kind of compiled the the compendium of Greek math up until up until his point and he wrote 13 books and he called them the elements um and so it begins with the very simple definition a point is that which has no part and it ends up making the platonic solids which if you play D are just the shapes of the dice you can geometrically derive those mm-hmm. shapes and that's what the culmination of all math was at some time was D. okay be- before we get <laughs> good to know into this i have i have a quick question that i've always had trouble understanding right and H.P. Lovecraft, the city of Relay, in which mm-hmm. yeah. Cthulhu is eternally slumbering until the, all the stars die or yeah. until death dies. Uh, <laughs> they say that the city is made up of non-Euclidean shapes. Yes. So I think when like Lovecraft is talking about it, it's to give it like this other like interdimensional quality about it, like that which should be impossible. Because like it, Euclidean geometry literally describes geometry that happens on a plane. But there are versions of non-Euclidean geometry that aren't horrifying, like geometry done on the surface of a sphere instead of like on a flat plane. So on a sphere, you can have three right angles, and that makes a triangle, uh, whereas that's impossible on a flat surface. So like that's a version of non-Euclidean geometry, but I think Lovecraft is more like, it's horrifying and incomprehensible. It's so just like not not real shapes. Trying yeah, to make exactly. it like. Spooky. Because I didn't know. Because anytime I've I've looked up Euclidean geometry originally for that and been like, so like just like round. Is that what? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a squiggly, just bunch a bunch of, of tentacles. Thing. Just, I mean, it's just spheres. it's really just like a series of domes. Like oh, the horror. It's the just domes. a giant fucking squisher city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's yeah, like that's his purpose there. So uh, what we are going to specifically do today is we're going to go through book one, um, which culminates in proving the Pythagorean theorem. Now, was that all... was that Euclid and the Sorcerer's Stone, or was that Philosopher's Stone here? Uh, did they uh, change In this them? context, yeah. it's um, Philosopher's Stone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, a UK <laughs> translation. Um, <laughs> this is a, this is a deep... Co- I'm having trouble keeping up with, <laughs> with the different layers I work here. <laughs> so, I guess, I, let me just open it up first. Have you guys yeah. ever, like, done geometry this math way have we ever, have I was we ever like, yeah, done I, any I geometry class called geometry <laughs> well, in 10th yeah, grade jackass. but like you know have you, <laughs> so like, yeah but did, did, i know uh did you do propositions or did you like learn it more like this i've is the been math of propositioned shapes. but i don't think that's <laughs> what that doesn't seem like the right proposition in this case so um, no yeah <laughs> for the record this episode is just going to be taylor tries to teach two we, buffoons that don't have to be we here just deflect <laughs> Apps every attempt for knowledge to yeah, come like into our heads. Yeah, like imagine seeing a high school teacher try to teach a class that does not get graded on their performance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I have, uh, hmm, I've done stuff similar to this. I've looked at like okay. proofs in, in math, not, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's the same idea. It's the same format, right? Like yeah. this is what 
is trying to be proved or created, and now let me go through and prove that I've created or proved this. Yeah, but I've mostly done it at the linear algebra level. Yeah. And the, like the, not even yeah. calculus. Uh, some some logic stuff as well for like computer science structures. And that's okay. really more what this is, is that it's like a visual representation. It uses like the visual shapes to prove like logical points. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like this is how you create it. If the definition of an equilateral triangle is... <laughs> Yeah, so make sure you pay a lot of attention with your eyes at every all these visuals. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna and we're not gonna do this, but we're gonna do it. Uh, We're gonna make a PowerPoint presentation, and Taylor is gonna cater to this episode and then put it up on the website. Yeah, I can do that. So that no, please don't have a little joke. No, God, it's be great. But like, oh, so no jokes either. Just so dry. <laughs> it's humor when you can uh, have math. Rectilineal figures. Rectilineal. The... Yeah. So rectilineal. But uh, so Euclid is a work of uh, deductive logic. So I figured like we can just kind of get straight into the first proposition and kind of talk about like, does this make sense? Is this reasonable yeah. to y'all? Okay. So, first off, there's deductive and inductive. Yeah. And what is the di- I know the one that they say Sherlock Holmes uses one, yeah. is the wrong one, right? <laughs> That's well, so exactly what I was gonna say. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, I don't think uses either induction or deduction. He uses abduction. Um, so I abduction. think he uses the plot. <laughs> I think I he's a made-up pre- person. Prefixes, he's not real, so he doesn't use anything. Yeah, dingus. You know, okay, so what? Wants. So what is what is deductive logic? Okay, so deductive logic is from a set of axioms, a set of like perfectly true things. Uh, the only thing that you are coming to logically is that which can be derived from these fundamental principles. So imagine it's like downward, right? These are the true things, and we get to the specific manifestations that you can make by mixing around these axioms. Mm-hmm, Versus mm-hmm. induction, it's like more like how empiricism and science works. I see a couple of singular you instances keep like re-measuring the results, I like abstract a principle right oh. and what's what's this third one that you've made up now abduction, abduction to adduce yeah, something that's not real uh, that's that well, uh that's the workout thing you do with the it's the good girl uh, bad ad- girl exercise yeah, <laughs> that's what that does it's, Ab- it's the abductors <laughs> and the adductors yeah it's <laughs> no, abduction as i understand it because it's like a less used one uh is if you see a set of like singular instances and you come up with the explanation for what happened to them so like sherlock holmes for example sees rouch or whatever in that first in study in scarlet and he immediately knows well no he's he's the victim actually was trying to do a german thing versus like whatever the police reasonably thought as well the problem with that is that you're making it up you see one instance and you come up with a reasonable explanation but there's no like logical proof between Mm -hmm. your observations and your what you're coming up with so it's like induction but less cool all right sorry what's 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 next then um, so I guess the first thing that we always have to talk about, so the, there are 23 definitions, right? And they're basically like, this is a circle. A circle is a plane figure contained by one line such that all straight lines falling upon it from one point among those lying within the figure equal one another, which just means that all radii are equal. And that's what a circle is. Like that there's a yeah. point. Yeah. So, okay. and, so it's like 23 definitions like that that tell you like what rectilineal figures trilateral figures okay we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about this what what is a rectilineal figure yeah it's okay is is it what it's come on it's not what it sounds like a rectilineal is what it sounds like a rectilineal figure are literally well we've got the definition right here it's definition 19 rectilineal figures are those which are contained by straight lines trilateral figures being those contained by three quadrilateral those contained by four and multilateral those contained by more than four straight lines okay so just that, that was great made of straight lines that was great uh and you said it in a very good way i'm gonna i'm gonna say it again with how the audience is hearing okay <laughs> Uh, rectilineal figures <laughs> are those which are contained by straight lines, trilateral, fi- and etc. Actually, actually, <laughs> actually, yeah, but a rectilineal figure. So, uh, in Euclidean geometry, you can't have like squiggles connected loosely uh-huh. by points. Those aren't shapes. Why not? Uh, well, they are. Well, they they're are just shapes, non-rectilineal so. figures. You but can prove stuff shapes. about rectilineal figures because they're regular. Okay, so if you point. like, if you have a square oh, and you mm-hmm. just like. Just like mess with one of the lines a little bit, like you put a little bump yeah. in it. Non-rectilinear, non-rectilineal figure anymore. Okay. So cool. like a loon is a section of like two curves put together, like to make like a moony shape. A loon. That's is yeah, that that's, a bird? No. So yeah. Like a semi, was... uh, what kind of what is it? What do loons look like? 
like ducks. <laughs> Probably exactly how you think. I do feel like I'm in a class where any chance I get to distract the teacher <laughs> away from the material. <laughs> Also, Every were, tangent is yeah. taken. Sorry. I, I work at this camp, and we have this no skit apologies. called the Mediquin. Uh, and there's this one part where they have to keep going up to the old hermit who lives on the hill. And I did the old hermit one year. And so, help, we need help defending the where the munchkins and the, the, the Mediquin is eating us. What do we do? And slowly I'm getting a bigger stick every time. So at this time I'm like holding a log next to me. You must find a loon! <laughs> A what? A loom! It's just. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. We continue on. But that's yeah. So if, if you know what a loon looks like or have seen a loon, let us know. Comment, please. Yeah. Somewhere. Like, rate, and subscribe, and tell us exactly what loons look like. Uh, but like in geometry, a loon is like two curves that meet at two points. So like if you made a. Like I a, see. A, like a, it's yeah. a moon. Like a versus a semicircle, yeah. which a has loon. one rectilineal side and then the curve. Um, so in the. There are other geometers who come up with ways to do stuff with loons, but not Euclid. I don't know why didn't geometer sound so weird, right? It sounds like a. I kind of dig it though. It is. It's like, cool. I like it, but yeah, it's nothing you hear. No. Usually. Geometrist, geomet, geomancer. A geomancer. That's an Earth. A geometer A geometer Okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. So before we get into like how we can prove stuff, there are five things which are unprovable. That we have to kind of take on faith. Oh, all right. These are called the postulates. So the first one is to draw a straight line from any point to any point. We're assuming that you can do this, that there is a way mm -hmm. to actually just draw a straight line. Otherwise, this doesn't work. But you can't prove that a straight line is a straight line. Uh, it's Why not? It's a straight line. I don't know. That's, that's what it is. According to this, like it's just one of those things that it's you can't prove axioms because they're axiomatic you those are the things you because they are from. what they are yeah it just seems weird to me it's because between two points we can define the slope of a line so like why can't when we can calculate every point on the line right? well i think in this case uh when we think about how geometry was done with literally a compass and a straight edge that you even we have to accept that yeah i know i'm drawing a physical line but what this is representing is that there is a is perfect a there line. is exactly one perfect straight line yeah. between two points and that my representation of this will be faithful to that in some way. Cool. Second postulate, to produce a finite straight line continuously in a straight line. That you can have a straight line and it can be cut off by two points, basically. Okay. Okay. Third postulate, to describe a circle with any center and radius. There is no, like, yeah, you can make every circle except for one kind of circle. Like, no, no, fucking circles are circles. If I need to make a circle, a... I can make a circle. Okay. Yeah. Um, four that all right angles equal one another. Yeah. Yeah, but like, if it, if they didn't equal one another, then they wouldn't be a right angle. If they didn't equal right? each exactly. other, they would be wrong angle. So why why does this have to be assumed? Like it's because well, it that uh, so the way that we define a right <laughs> angle before I think is how why we have to uh, get to this. So a right angle is described as like halfway on a straight line. Let's see. Okay, when a straight line standing on or a straight line makes an adjacent angle equal to one another, each of the equal angles is right. Meaning there is one angle, if I put a line on top of another line, we've made perpendicular lines, mm -hmm. which makes four right angles. But that uh -huh. doesn't necessarily mean that those are equal to one another. Okay. By the by, like yeah. strict, strict yeah. logical rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so the next two ones are an obtuse angle is greater than a right angle, and acute angle is less yeah. than a right angle. But this right angle is just what happens when perpendicular lines fall. Because you could put two fall. straight lines intersecting and have the acute, obtuse, all that sort of thing. But having them perpendicular, making them the, the right angles is the whole yeah. Like imagine, like we we're hearing it in reverse. Like we grew yeah. up knowing what perpendicular and parallel lines are and all yeah. those qualities of them. But like this is the establishment of this forever. Mm -hmm. That's the whole confusing part of this. Is we're like learning over something we already know. But we're being taught it as if we didn't know. Yeah. So when yeah. we when I was doing this originally, uh, people kept saying like ninety degree angles, and my my teacher would get really angry. Like, no, like what is? It's not ninety degrees. Like, what is a degree? And of course, my shit bird self raised my hand and said, "It's a ninetieth of a right angle." I was oh. gonna say like, literally. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just, well, technically that is correct. <laughs> But there's no way to cut in, in terms of this type of geometry. There's no way to cut off a 90th of an angle. Nope. There's a different sure. different set of proofs to get degrees. Cool. And then the last postulate is the big one. 
the one that uh, really kind of makes or breaks Euclid, and people have T-shirts about it, like "Vote No" or "Vote Yes" on Postulate Five, um, and that it is that if a straight line falling on two straight lines makes the interior angles on the same side less than two right angles, the two straight lines produced indefinitely meet on that side, which are the angles less than two right angles, which means... Yeah, I'm miles away right now. I just I can't do it like that. If I had two lines and I cut them, and these two, that, that line... The line that goes yeah, through made, both of them? Uh, the interior angles, like the opposite side angles, equals two right angles. These mm. lines are parallel lines, meaning that they extend forever... And that they will never touch. However, if it is any other angle than they that, touch. they will eventually touch. But on you one can't side. produce on the side. On one side, yeah, exactly. Less, yeah, yeah. But you can't produce lines forever. So we have to assume that we know that parallel lines never ever touch. Yeah. And that lines that aren't parallel will one day touch, even if we can't physically produce them. Long even enough. for uh-huh. us, it was eighty nine point nine degrees and eighty nine point nine. Like technically, yeah. we would even if it took forever. Yeah. We would get to a point where they touch. Or, yeah, if you had, like, uh, 89.9 repeating, mm-hmm. technically, at an infinite distance, they yeah. would eventually touch, is the idea. But that is unprovable. Because... Uh, you have to... It's it's a perfect, like, abstraction. You have to, like... No, like, parallel lines will never touch. But there are, again, like, later types of geometry in which parallel lines do touch. Oh. So, in Euclidean geometry... What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Yeah. The no. 20th century... Because I've been sitting here like, yeah, Whoa. yeah, these fancy geometers don't know that they're clearly gonna touch, These man. fancy geometers <laughs> I know, like... Know. Yeah, okay, we can technically can't go on to it. Those bitches gonna touch, dude. But you're telling me now, parallel lines, which are definitely not gonna touch, as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. are gonna maybe touch. gonna touch. Yeah, so if you imagine on it, again... A That's gotta be a hell of a cute angle going on there. <laughs> That's a real cutie of an angle right there. <laughs> You're I'm, all I'm into that angle. Obtuse. <laughs> well, if you imagine it, right? If you imagine like all this geometry takes place on a flat plane, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Now imagine if you crinkled that plane so that these lines are parallel. But if I like But that's like saying, yeah, but imagine there, if they touched. Well, no, but that's the same way that we know that like space-time uh, oh, operates God. like that, where it would be a plane where not for all these pesky like gravity bodies. Things, yeah. Yeah, things that are disturbing, like the fabric of space-time. So there are times where like things which should go on forever, like if they are going straight on space-time because space-time itself is bent, they will eventually touch, even if these lines are still parallel, just because the space on which they are. Yeah, the surface, so, so you're saying they being, may not yeah. touch assuming a non-2D situation. Yeah, but the, uh, in the perfect construction of Euclidean geometry, they it is always never. a perfect yeah. plane on yeah. which this geometry happens. Therefore, hypothetically, these parallel lines should never touch. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah, but again, it's one of those I things I vote yes like, on postulate five. Vote yes. I vote, yeah, I'm, I'm voting yes. <laughs> you got to vote <laughs> for like, angles. We won't ask if we're friends. We'll just ask if we agree on <laughs> postulate. Five. Postulate one. I know. We yeah. are friends. We are friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you just got to believe in an angle's right to choose, to be parallel oh, or perpendicular. Oh, and that's God. what we're voting on. <laughs> 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 I don't there know why there, this area is rife with ability to make consent jokes <laughs> and, like, Brexit jokes <laughs> and, like, <laughs> so many... <laughs> So many things I'm trying to avoid here. Oh, my God. And then before we really get into, like, some of the fun propositions, um, common notions, which are just links like, yeah, well, like, we all know they're true, right? Like, they're good. By the way, folks, this isn't us already getting deep into it. Like, no, we're not, we're not even still on the warm-up. Like. We have not reached the propositions yet. Yeah. No, this is just all the stuff that, you know, you kind of got to know ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, and so the common notion one. Things which equal the same thing are also equal to one another. If A yeah. equals B, B equals C, A equals yeah. C. Yeah, you know, pretty pretty reasonable. Right? with that. Yeah. Jorge has like <laughs> a very skeptical hippo eyed <laughs> look at me right now. Just, I could I could feel it in his face. Like I'm being tricked into something <laughs> here. I'm already being duped. So you, if, if you've ever had to speak to Taylor, <laughs> did you say had. To? <laughs> you know better than to just start like agreeing to things that sound just correct. Absolutely agree. Before, before he tells you that's why he deserves all your chicken nuggets. And that's <laughs> why geometry doesn't exist. <laughs> so logically, that beer is actually my yeah, beer. That's <laughs> my beer now. We can both agree that that beer and this beer are equal to each other, right? Common notion two. 
if equals are added to equals, then the wholes are equals, or like the sums what are the equal. What the fuck is yeah, an equal? I'm a little... So if two things which are equal, yeah. right, and you add the same thing, like two equal things oh. to those equals, those sums we'll be are also going to be I equal. See. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Same thing. Uh, if equals are subtracted from equals, then the remainders are yeah, equal. Yeah, if you same thing with... drank the same amount from your beer that I did, then they would be the same beer level right now. Okay, but yeah. the constant there is the beer level, not the exactly. beer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Four. Things which coincide with one another are equal to one another. I don't understand. Okay, so imagine I had, and we're actually going to get into a literal proposition that is this principle. <laughs> okay. Um. You had two triangles, like two coasters, right? The two coasters are the exact same size, and I prove it because if I put the coasters on top of each other anyway, I can't see the other coaster beneath it, right? They're the same okay. size because I can coincide them. So oh. in geometry, they literally would be occupying the same space versus uh-huh. like stacked on top of each other. Sure, 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 sure. So oh, that, that's what coincide means. Yeah, like if I have two case. equal okay. circles I was and I put them on, there's yeah, just yeah. one was, circle. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Five, the whole is greater than the part. I mean, yeah. Which yeah, part? Right? Say what? Which part? Any part. The fart. Because there'd always be like one more part. <laughs> well, a... What if I took the biggest part? Well, the hole's still bigger. It's still bigger, yeah. But what if I have a bigger hole, like a small hole that's... and a big part? Well, that's a... It would, But it's not in the hole. That, so just... This is the kind of shit that I went through in my, my, my freshman college geometry class. Like, no, just no, no. Like, if to... I've got a hole four and I've got part of a 16, I can have nine as part of that. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. I'm I, making up numbers. I'm trying to think back to what fucking classic it could possibly be when I was just a kid, and they're just like, ask your riddles instead of teaching you shit. They're like, well, let's watch these dumb kids try to figure this out. And it was like, what can you put into a box to make it later? We were all like, dude, helium. It's obviously helium. It's helium. And they're like, no, that's not the answer. Like, yo, but it's helium. We're like, why not? Why can't it be helium? I don't give a shit about your answer. My answer is right, and I get credit. I can show my work, goddammit. <laughs> Yeah, but the, I think the answer was a hole. Yeah. Oh, is the yeah. whole part yeah, yeah. of the... Oh, is a hole part but of the hole? A hole, not an a hole. <laughs> Nor an a hole. But a what? hole. I, you guys have both lost me. <laughs> I, think, I think I've lost I'm this. losing at my own joke here. I think we put a hole in this conversation. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll accept combination five for now. Maybe I might come back for it. The, whole, the idea would be like, if you have a circle... Any part of that circle is smaller than the entire circle. Yeah. Because the whole is greater than any part. Okay. That's it. That's all it means. Sure. Yeah. Uh, cool. <laughs> so now we get into the literal <laughs> proposition. So we're like, obviously, because this is a audio medium, we're not going to like, I don't know, describe the circles and triangles and shit. Though. But we're just going to like kind of describe like what the basics are that are uh-huh. being proved, right? So the first one, uh, there are two types of propositions in Euclid. There's QEF and QED, uh, which stands for that which was meant to be, that, w- that which was needed Has, to be yeah. constructed, QEF, or that which needed to be proved. Quad erat demonstratum versus Don't quad erat funkiatum or something. A little less sure on the QEF. Brian, can you see the literal glaze coming over I, my eyes? <laughs> it's, it's actually perfect because the glare from the TV is wiping over your glasses, so I can't actually see. It's just every time, like you just go anime character, where it just like suddenly your glasses are covered. You're, you're ten, 10 seconds away from being the Charlie Brown teacher voice. Like, I know, that's I know, you're I so know. close. Uh, uh, I don't know about all that QED, QBT, Q. DMT, LGBT, LGBT <laughs> nonsense, but uh, let's just start with a proposition. Yeah, let's yeah. start with a proposition. This cute angle. No, sorry. <laughs> so this cute angle walks into a bar. <laughs> I know, right? But you're LGBT. on two. So. <laughs> and I'm attracted to it as an acute angle to LGBTQ. Oh, so we'll touch. <laughs> Wait, if you're both cute angle, the lines <laughs> are on, we'll touch. Oh, happy Pride Month, everybody. Say, Whatever, man. Happy they say Pride two month. cute angles will always touch. Could you just list out what the... You gave us a list of propositions that we could uh, skip around to to get yeah. the last of the propositions. So I kind of I broke down the yeah. first book. So the first book is 48 propositions, which we are not going to go through the entirety so of because that would be obnoxious. Uh, so instead... As opposed to this. Yes! <laughs> 
<laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I gave the boys just a few propositions to do instead, which kind of gets us to uh, 47. So the point of book one is that we eventually prove the Pythagorean theorem, which we all learned is A squared plus yeah. B squared equals C squared, right? Sure. And so this whole book kind of like climaxes. It goes into full no. climax mode on Prop 47. I don't 47. like all these propositions into climax. Because <laughs> <laughs> who said math can't be sexy? Um, to, every- be, to be fair, I was, I was uh, reading through these propositions. I was like, yeah, obviously, dumb, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that last one was just like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> really oh, my gosh, you broke me. <laughs> you brilliant bastard. Yeah, and it really does because there are a couple of propositions that come up like, okay, yeah, duh, duh, duh. duh. Whoa! <laughs> what in the fuck? Yes. <laughs> no, and now I can make uh, I can make an icosahedron. Wait, wait, hold on. Just, just, wait a minute. Stop it. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, I'm just like that old lady in that vine. Just, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> the one where the Vietnam shit yes. is like going. She's in oh. VR. Yeah. Uh, so the first proposition is one of the most famous propositions, and I have a portion of this proposition tattooed on myself. Um, we uh, ended up. It's true. This is where. Uh, oh, so interesting. The, uh, well, shut up. <laughs> <So> <laughs> the first proposition is to construct an equilateral triangle on a given finite straight line. So just be sure that this triangle is equal on all sides, and you do it by putting two circles over each other that are the same size uh-huh. that share a radius. Uh, so the radius of one is the radius of the other. So the circle is the same size and where these two circles meet mm-hmm. is another radius, but they also make the three sides of the triangle. Thus all radii are equal to each other. Thus all the sides of the triangle are equal to one another makes it an equilateral triangle. If you Bada bing. just for everybody listening at home, make a Venn diagram. If you make a triangle in the middle there, yep. it'll be That's exactly an equilateral it. triangle. It's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. So, from there, I had the boys do Proposition 2, not necessarily because it w- it's necessary for uh, the for 47, but it gives us an idea of, like, this is the first one where, like, oh, yeah, duh, make a simple Venn diagram. It's cool. And then Proposition 2 sounds really simple. To place a straight yeah. line equal to a given straight line with one end at a given point. So you've got one line, and you got some other point somewhere. And on that point, you make need to make a line equal to that other line that you yep. start with. Like, yeah, duh, I can do that. <laughs> and yet when you look at this diagram, you, you go, oh, what? shit. <laughs> what the <laughs> F? There are circles inside of circles and a triangle that happens and lines going every which way. And it's like it's a, a strangely difficult proposition. But it shows like how quickly you can expand and make things yeah. work. Can somebody dumb this one down again? I I got it when I was reading it, but like for for the audio medium. Dude. Right, right, right. So without <laughs> reading it, how this proposition works is you first you have your line, right? And you connect. Well, first of all, what are you trying to do? So you have a point just sitting out somewhere and you've got a line sitting out somewhere. On that point, you need to make a line equal to that other line, that line you start with. Equal in length? Equal yeah. in length. Yeah. So First thing you got to do is connect one point of that line to the point. So now you got two lines, right? Yeah. On that line, you make an equilateral triangle, right? Yep. You extend one of those lines out and uh, that kind of, and then from there you make a circle on it with the radius being one point on the triangle and your original given line. Yeah, but the point on the triangle is not the one where you started the second line. Yes. So (laughs) then you make another circle where it is touching us. It's so fucking hard the, to just I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this chart, and I'm hearing you, and this I understand to get lost this is yeah. not going to work. You're going to have to look up Proposition 2. I'm yeah, sorry, it folks. Is, it is very difficult to describe, but it's very quick. Um, when you like read it through, like, oh, cool, that makes sense. And then when you try to do it, like, hold on, oh, wait, what? what the fuck line am I doing now? Yeah, to be no. fair, I was drunk when I took all these propositions. <laughs> <laughs> so if I can do it drunk, you can do it sober. <laughs> I'm yeah, and we'll put a link sure. in the description to this episode uh, for like a really handy, dandy. Uh, yeah, Clark's University no. has a great kind of uh, breaking down of all the propositions and how you do them, and like their yeah. their, their diagrams are super nice, and it's just a good way to go about it. So the next proposition, we're gonna skip three because fuck three. Okay, and we're gonna go. You heard it here first, folks. Fuck you know, three. Threes can just get bent. You know, I'm all about inclusivity and intersectionality, but three can just go suck it. Um, so we have proposition four. Buckle up. Prop four. Prop, Prop four. P four. If two triangles have two sides Which equal to two sides P4. respectively, 
and have the angles contained by the equal straight lines equal, then they also have the base equal to the base, the triangle equals to the triangle, and the remaining angles equal the remaining angles respectively, namely those opposite equal sides. I feel like Euclid would have come up to people and tried to say this shit, and they'd be like, you're an idiot. I don't know. What are you talking about? You just said the same thing like with a different word like six times in the same sentence. Like, you, you, get out of here, cat hat. All he's, he just went, look, if that triangle is that triangle, then that triangle is that triangle. He so made like, a, such a idea. long sentence with like five words. He basically just made it. <laughs> if the triangles equal to the triangles equal those sides respectively, then triangle, <laughs> angle, equal, angle, triangle, double, double, double. I'm dead serious. I thought you were quoting it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Went, who, oh, okay. who can dumb this one down? Right, you guys want to take a whack at it this time? I, I'm trying to remember. I'm, let me. I need to remember it real fast okay basically it's just i'm trying to make it (laughs) as short as possible but like so can you can you say what what it's trying because they're always like trying to prove something and they never start out by telling you what they're trying to prove trying to prove here is you got two triangles and you think they're equal right but the only thing you know about these triangles for sure is that two of the lines on are equal on both triangles right so you're trying to prove that they're equal in Well, so you're trying to prove that these two triangles are equal, that all the angles are equal, and all the lines on these triangles are equal. Perfect. If these two triangles have two lines and the angle between those two lines equal. So like side, angle, side. Do you guys remember that from geometry? Yeah. That's exactly what this proves originally. (laughs) Brian, Brian's been away from... From school a little longer than we have. I've been away from math even longer. (laughs) Yeah, what was your degree in again, Brian? Shut up. Damn, are you, you just straight dogging his What's whole your degree, degree in? Right? <laughs> English and education. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He's doing this shit for fun, the you pot psycho. calling the kettle a liberal arts student. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I mean, it wasn't much better. Mine had really fancy lettering on it, but it's worth just as much as yeah. any other the, artsy degree. <laughs> the only reason I'm able to do any of this is because I skipped literally every math class I could in high school and then just had to learn them all at once <laughs> to get into the classes I'm in now. Um, okay, so we're trying to figure out, confirm that these two triangles are equal, assuming that we know that these two angles and the sides adjacent yeah, to that so angle like, are equal in both yeah. of the touch triangles. Your, touch your hands together. No. These are the they're two touching. sides of the triangle. I can watch you do like, it. <laughs> the, the area in between is equal. Yeah. We know that about two triangles. Yeah. And so what this one literally does is like, you click kind of kind of fucks around. Just, we'll put one triangle on the other triangle. Okay. Do they do they equal each other? I mean, yeah, yeah. because those lines are equal and that angle's equal, so like yeah. they have to be equal. Yeah, yeah dingus. It just, but they, they do. It seems like in the proposition they're answering the question by saying if these two things are equal, then everything else is equal. It's like uh, right, but okay, it's gotta be that's shown. it. Like it has they, to be shown. But the explanation shows a little bit about like why if that yes. angle and the lengths of the two sides next to it are the same, then there's no possible way that you the, can the have base, any differently the, the third, third has line to be this or other angles or yeah. anything. Yeah. Right. And so, so this is, um, <laughs> let's see, does this one actually do it? No, okay. So th- this Good. is one type of proof. Uh, there's another kind of proof that we'll see in just a second oh. um, called a reductio ad absurdum, yes. which does that like, okay, this has got to be true, right? Because if it RDM wasn't Leviosa. true, imagine that this other thing was. Now, like a ridiculous, impossible thing happens. So it won't Therefore, work, yeah. if it's not not true, it must be true. And that's just how. That's like, kind of what Sherlock Holmes does. Because he talks yeah. about like, remove that which isn't possible and whatever's left no matter how fucking stupid has to be the answer yeah if it's not 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 not, not true it must be if this definitely (laughs) couldn't have happened then it's got to be this other shit that we go oh how did that happen he's psychic right he's yep he's like yes like that's what he's just not telling anybody he's got a computer He's, he's a, a time traveler he's a from 2019, and he's just able. He has a bunch of information. Yeah, on he just his keeps phone. like waiting to be able to look just, at his smartphone. It's <laughs> literally just some dude who read yeah. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and hey. went back and Whoa. became Sherlock Holmes. Oh, no. but then how did quantum Sherlock? Oh. <laughs> All right, so what, what's the next? What's the next proposition we got going on here? So this so, is just prop four. This is just prop four. Now the we're going to do some skip marriage. Right? We're going to skip to fourteen. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Fourteen. Straight to. 14. You the the thing that you've done though by giving us this expedited version of it is now in my mind it's just like oh those other propositions are not important. They don't mean <laughs> yeah, they there's nothing don't there. They're wasteland all. of misinformation. Well so they prove, they make a lot of these 
this is this is the first reductio ad absurdum that we have in this group, like okay. proper. Uh, so the proposition, but not 14, the last. But certainly not the last. <laughs> if with geometry any, sexy. <laughs> if with any straight line and at a point on it, two straight lines not lying on the same side make the sum of the adjacent angles equal to two right angles then the two straight lines are in a straight line with one another. Here's the thing. I'm a notoriously bad reader. I can't. I can't. It's. These are just. I literally don't have the attention span to hold on during for a full sentence. <laughs> it like floats away like a balloon. You just like accidentally let go yeah. of a balloon. It's oh shit. I and lost we've, it. We've done nothing but build more content for my mind to hide in right now. So I'm like thinking about Sherlock Holmes. Like I'm thinking about Harry Potter right now because of the Wingardium Leviosa shit you're mentioning. Yeah. Uh, I'm all. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you to to dumb it down again. Okay. So like when we were doing this shit, when I re- I remember doing these problems when I was 18 for the first time and having to like do the entire problem, then read the proposition again, like. Oh, that's what it means. Like that. Yeah. No. No. It, I did. Yeah. It's, so what the idea is, is if you have two lines that meet at a point, and you have a third line that meets at that point, if the angles between all the lines equals like what we would call 180 yeah. degrees, or mm-hmm. two the right same angles. as two right angles, yeah. those two lines on the bottom are in a straight line. Yeah. And that there's there, okay. There, there's no kink okay. in it that it has to be in a straight line if. The angles contained by all of these equal, equal two, right, two right, angles. right angles. It's that it's that shit when you add up the angles and they all make up 180 degrees when it's yes. on a straight line. It's that shit. Angles we call it in later geometry, right? No, well, um, I don't know. I don't so know. this sure. is I'm just saying yes. Can we supplement that in. So this it's really clever how he does this though because we we need to do is it uh, we have to subtract equals from equals and we know that the whole is greater than the part. And so if you make some other rando line, Jorge like, doesn't agree no, with that. I think <laughs> so. I'm saying, out, what, a, champ. what about helium? What about holes? <laughs> no, not just, it's, it's about reverse bumps. But it's, wrong hole. It's, <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, it's, but it's funny because when you see it, uh, like it begins to look ridiculous. And at first, like, that should be proof enough. But no, you have to describe exactly why the picture now looks ridiculous and like prove that it actually is not betraying you, that the picture is accurately representing the principles at stake. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like it's cool that sometimes it's a little tedious when you okay, and now we know that if it were the case that this yeah, happened, then yeah, you yeah. know this ridiculous thing happened. Bada bing, bada boom, reductio ad absurdum. Bob's your cadabra. uncle. <laughs> Bob's your uncle. I don't know. Bob's your uncle. Robert's your mother's brother. <laughs> that's Whoa. that's fucking Euclid trying to prove Bob <laughs> is your uncle. Is it, is it the next if he is your mother's brother, then he is. Yeah, it'd be like proposition And an uncle one, is a mother's Bob's brother. Your uncle. Proposition two, two, Robert's your mother's brother. Exactly. <laughs> because Bob is your uncle and well, you your mother's with, brother is your uncle. Your mother you your is your mother's son and your mother. If someone is your mother, then they are your mother. mother. It'd have to be one of the, <laughs> one of the uh, one. definition one. Yeah. What, was the, no, what was the ones where you have to just assume it's true? Postulate. Postulate. Postulate one. Yeah. That you postulate yeah. or postulate. Postulate someone one. If your she's your mother, she's your mother. <laughs> you fucking do <tool. laughs> All right. So, what? Which? Which posture? Yeah. What do we got next? So Pro- we are moving ourselves to 31. proposition thirty-one. Cool. So now we're we're slowly. If we're only ending at now, all these propositions we're, we're are getting legal. there close. But uh, here we go. Yep. This is another QEF. We're making something this time. Quef. A quef. Queef. A quick queef. No, stop. <laughs> Just a quick queef, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> To draw a straight line through a given point parallel to a given straight line. Two things. One, uh-huh. love it because it's nice and short. Know, to the right? point. <laughs> to the point. Yep. Get it, Brian? Oh, Brian, do you get fuck it? Fuck off. <laughs> that was my joke from our intro. The point of which. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Yeah, I love it. The, I specifically i'm also a point because i want no part of this conversation anymore (laughs) wow thank you yeah i definitely start making worse jokes especially when brian is here in person because i just make the joke and i just like look right at him waiting for him to be mad (laughs) tell me i'm good okay so to draw a straight line through a given point parallel to a given straight line love how short that is Mm -hmm. doesn't fucking say anything so yeah i was gonna say it actually so so you guys want me to break it down again yeah of course okay so you got, no, we'll just have them look at the proposition. It'll be fine. <laughs> just, so you got a straight line, right? Yes. And you got some point hanging out somewhere, right? Yep. Yeah. Through that point, 
you need to make a line parallel to that line that you started with. Through that point, make another line that's parallel to the first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So it's it's pretty easy how we do this, right? So you first on that line, you take a point on that line and you draw a line to that weird point that you start with. Yeah. That random floater point. point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you draw a line in such a way that the opposite interior angles are equal and the other interior opposite okay. angles are equal. Okay. And mm-hmm. because we know that uh, one is a straight line, that those interior angles have to be 180 degrees or like mm-hmm. straight. So that's one straight line. The other line is straight. And because they're equal to one another, postulate five, we know that these lines will never meet at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Therefore, these lines are parallel to one another. So okay. we've created a parallel line through a given point parallel to our given line. Yeah. Okay. The, the diagram looks like a slanted uppercase I. Or like pretty, an pretty, H pretty on much. its side. An H on its side is probably better. Yeah. A wobbly yeah. H. Wobbly H. <laughs> a, drunk H. a drunk H. A drunk, yeah. It's just about making parallel lines using angles. Your knowledge of exactly. angles. Yeah, because now up. we've proved a lot of stuff about how angles work inside of parallel lines, and so now we can make parallel yeah. lines. Because I am assuming this is only going to get harder and harder to, to visualize when listening along. Oh, so yeah. what's, uh, what, what's the next proposition, then? What do we... So the next proposition we're doing is Proposition 41. Oh, my God. So we're 41. skipping right along here. Fuck you, the what's, what's the last one? The last one we're doing is 47, but there are 48 in this proposition. 48 is the bonus one. problem. It's pretty yeah, much like... That. <laughs> that was extra it's, credit it's, for you, Clint. <laughs> it really is like the credit sequence of this book, because 47 is like, oh, this is such a rad <laughs> book. Oh, God, this is awesome. And like Prop 48 is a triangle with a line through it. Like, yeah, and also the opposite. No, that true. was the like, post-credit ah, scene. Yeah, exactly. That was the setting up the geometry universe. <laughs> setting up elements, too. Oh, yeah, and all this, and uh, this other thing, too. This other thing, too. <laughs> it's just got and, and this, on. also. Yeah, in Long Division, we call that a rem- Remainder. <laughs> long division. So, in like proposition long, all division isn't there a remainder? It's not just long division where there's a remainder. Uh, no, I mean division I generally, know. but like that, uh, you always like something are something. Like when you first learn division, like yeah, you know, like ten divided by three is three remainder. Yeah, one. no, when I when I yeah. absolutely definitely learned long division. Yeah, which I know how to which I know how to do. <laughs> I have seen you do like algebra and matrices. You know how to long divide. Yeah, totally. I know how to do long division. Yeah, do you not know? How I know to how to do. do long I'm division. telling you. He I'm, lo- you're he hearing me say that. I know he how to do long, long division. To save his life. Yeah, but you got this shit eating grin and you won't meet my gun eye. to his head. No, I. Uh, I'm doing like advanced calculus, like last semester or something like that, okay. and I'm literally having to look up. How to do long divisions? That oh I can figure out how to do it without a calculator. God, oh my! God, I'm like Jorge. speeding across calculating <laughs> integrals and derivatives and shit, and then like, and oh then hey, like, now divide these two. Just, oh um, fuck! You know when you <laughs> skip something and you're like, they're not gonna come back to this. <laughs> no, no, surely this is what's gonna be important in the test. Uh, Problem right. one. You this know what thing I you didn't study is what. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I also am not great at is. Um, Writing out multiplication normal. Okay. You know, like the normal way to multiply two large numbers together? Yeah, you like add together the two things that you get and you put a zero there and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, I do oh, okay. I do lattice multiplication. What the hell is... Oh, the is that what you draw the lines? You build like a grid yeah, with a, you. like a child. What are you, like a Japanese schoolboy? I've tried the other way and I never get the right answer. They're like, I don't know. How do you... Five, you dumb shit. And it's like... <laughs> This isn't. This can't oh be god. right. This is how any of this works. Oh my god! Something I fundamentally do not understand about oh long forms god. of multiplication and division. Anyways, so in order to get Proposition Forty One, I need to tell you guys about one other thing. But like, it's kind of built into this proposition. Mm-hmm. But for our listeners, right? If you have two triangles which share a base inside of two parallel lines, so that the pointy bit touches the parallel line on which the uh, that is parallel to the base, that right? makes a baby triangle. Who? Is no, that no, not right? Those two triangles are equal. No matter like how okay. weird and wacky one seems to be super long and the other one might be an equilateral it's triangle. But if they share a base and they're contained within parallel lines, they're always equal. The the okay. triangles? So all of those triangles that you see right now, Jorge, in this diagram, which I will describe, uh, are equal. Every triangle in there. Is it like is it its, it's area equal or the area is equal. the area okay, is okay. equal? That's pretty much what it means. Like we don't talk about area necessarily at this yeah. point in the books. We just know that like the triangles in their oh, triangleness. If, par- if a parallelogram tri- has the same base tri- triangularity with a triangle and is in the same parallels, 
then the parallelogram is double the triangle. That's not saying what you're saying. Okay, but no, that, so that's what we had to know before we knew this one. Oh, we oh, also oh, prove oh. that a parallelogram, if it, if you cut a parallelogram in half, you make two triangles. So yeah. a triangle is, if it has, if a parallelogram has two sides equal to the base of one of those triangles, the parallelogram is twice the triangles, right? In the same way that you cut a parallelogram in half, you got two triangles. Those triangles are equal because you cut the parallelogram in half, right? Sorry, I sent it kind of circular there, but you get what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying, right? Sure. Now, I this one this one gave me trouble. I so I'm having trouble remembering where I even was mentally with this one. Yeah. But I didn't. Maybe it's because I was missing some of the other propositions. But this was the first one where I did mm-hmm. not. It was not. I did not feel that it was sufficiently proven to me. Yeah. Because there's so, something I'm fundamentally misunderstanding. In in most uh, editions of Euclid, uh, if there is. Uh, like a point in the proposition which depends on an earlier proposition most editors will put that proposition there like hey like refer back See to this, this so that to we talk. know yeah. this already because euclid didn't do that for us um what an so asshole. this the clark's university link that we're giving y'all will it very conveniently has a hyperlink to yes. all of those propositions for you so you can just do find the turtles all the way down to the first yeah. turtle um so <laughs> the the lot the proposition is if a parallelogram has the same base with a triangle and it's in the same parallels then the parallelogram is double the triangle the area of the parallelogram is double the triangle yeah so when we say like it is double yeah, it's uh, twice like the double size. in its magnitude which yeah. we would call the area more or less yeah so if you have a parallelogram made of points like one two three four the area of triangle made by points one two four is half the area of the parallelogram yes but it, mm. in, uh, what this proposition mm. is showing is that it doesn't even matter if that triangle is inside the parallelogram, because if it's an equal triangle to that triangle, which is half the parallelogram, like if you cut it in then half, it, yeah. because those triangles are equal, and one of those triangles equals half a parallelogram, then that triangle also equals half a parallelogram. Sure. I, I want to yeah. get to the to the, to the hype <laughs> the proposition. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to... In the description, we are also going to link an image to Prop 47 because it is just so rad to look at. And I know so many nerds with this tattoo. Oh, my oh, God. I know. I did no. not go that far. <laughs> so We are going to take a walk all the way down, nearly there on the last stop, the CVS before we get home, Prop 46. So it takes 46 propositions to make a square. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you missed some of the comedic timing there because he he opened the page for the square at the same time he said that. So there's a, there's a good, great amount of showmanship in that. That's great, that actually. Thank you. On. So, Proposition 46. Jorge, you want to read this one for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this. To describe a square on a given straight line. So, that what are we something. doing? We're, we're going to... I don't like the way these are worded. It's like... Still what do you mean, two? Like, too what, many words. What, where's... What, what is it? It's this a, needs to so, be in Tarzan speak, where it's just... Ooh, make square. Like, that just it's, all needs to be. If I remember right, all of these in Greek are written in the subjunctive mood. Um, so, like, were this to be the case, this is what would be done. In the same way God says, let there be light. They're like, let there be a line. It's We, we kind of have this subjunctive in English, but we, we, we also just don't like the subjunctive in English. Yeah. So, like, a lot of this stuff sounds unnatural great. to us. But in other languages, that use the subjunctive mood yeah, more. Well, I think I think it comes out weird. Cause to describe a square on a given straight line, like, did I miss the first half of that sentence? Like, <laughs> yeah, what, like, what the fuck? So uh, imagine, like, the word describe, uh, like, literally to inscribe is more like a word that we would use to draw. Like, literally, scribe, scripter, make, to draw. Oh, I didn't even. Oh, yeah, I didn't to even... draw. Like, what, oh. what do we have to do? We have to draw a square on a given line oh, to describe a square. Okay, yeah, I was not familiar with that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a more literal definition of the word describe. Describe to me sounds more like they're unscribing something. Well, speaking of scribing, please like, rate, oh, and subscribe. <laughs> Christ <laughs> in heaven! <laughs> oh. Nailed it! Nailed it! Yeah, you should you should either now to actually leave to a given podcast. Yeah, you're gonna now definitely have to subscribe, review, whatever, or yeah. just stop listening because that, just to tell us that to is, shut gonna, up. is a very polarizing joke. <laughs> Proposition one on triangle AWF, you have to subscribe to the given podcast. <laughs> okay. So how we're, okay. it's interesting how we do this. Um, so we have a given line, right? And we draw at a right angle, which we can do. We can just yeah. draw because this is an earlier proposition. Yeah, we by draw. the way, the, the diagram is showing a square with one of the lines in the square extending a little further. It's like out. an old school like spy 
radio device. Yeah. If you so use your imagination, you, sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. So what we do is we have line AB. That's what we start on. That's our given line. Ab. And then we draw at a perpendicular angle to AB. We just draw a line nice and long. And then we can make a segment of that thing that we drew equal to our original line. So yep. we cut it off there. Imagine like if you had a compass at point A and you just kind of cut Move it all it over, off. Yeah. So now we have two equal lines at a right angle, right? Mm -hmm. So now we need from the top of that right angle that we just cut, we're going to make another line, but this one is going to be parallel to our original line, which we now can do because we know how to draw straight lines. Remember proposition 31? Uh -huh. yep. We now know how to draw parallel lines. Yep. And then you just connect the lines. He so gave now... me such a satisfied teacher look. Because remember what we learned in 31? Like, yeah, and I was like, oh my I guess. God. I was like, there. Did you made me learn it, though. It's called scaffolding. <laughs> in um, this one, theory. I find this proposition very satisfying after that last one I don't. Yeah. I'm still making heads or tails of because this was this was the first time where they're actually combining the other propositions. I think really to show yeah. you like yeah. what you can do with and them. And a lot of the QEF, like when we construct Quack. stuff, Queef. Uh, and whenever Quack. we're queefing, uh, we're usually no. making something. Uh, and so we have to yeah, use queef. a lot of the propositions rather than like, oh, here's like a particular thing we need to prove. It's kind of on its own, especially in the first book. But when you're making something, you kind of have to do a lot of these on top of each other. Uh, yep, it's called so, scaffolding. Called scaffolding. Look at <laughs> Thanks, that. Thanks, Jorge. Gold You're star. welcome, Brian. Jorge. You teaching me that concept. <laughs> Jorge, if you need to go to the bathroom, I will sign your hall pass anytime you want now. Dude, You're my favorite Don't student. tempt me, man. <laughs> it's right over there. In case anybody doesn't know, pretty much the whole time I'm recording this, I need to use the restroom. <laughs> so what, what we end up having is we have four lines, which are all at right angles to each other, and okay. all the lines are equal. So a rectilineal figure, which is made of equal lines with equal angles is a square and that's yep. what we've made and no bumps no bumps no god no no bumpies remember rect no gotta frumpies. keep your your rectos no bump bump free rectos. No. <laughs> you gotta keep those rectos oh good that's tight. good bump free i'm glad that they're bump free bump free rectos <laughs> <laughs> don't have to euclid's element hashtag bump free rectals <laughs> i fucking dare you to forget what a rectilineal figure is now <laughs> it's the best kind of learning <laughs> and so with proposition 46 which you know is pretty it seems like oh okay cool we built a square like you know not a lot we can do with that right it seems pretty pretty simple <laughs> especially like because this diagram nice and gentle it was a square and then we get oh god <laughs> uh the the diagram is a triangle with three squares built around it one side of each of those squares is one side of the triangle and it's important that it is a right triangle so one yes. of the angles mm -hmm. is right on the triangle so well, they haven't read... talked about anything but right triangles, right? So as far as I'm well, concerned, no, those triangles don't the, exist. The first uh, proposition is an equilateral triangle, oh, yeah. which necessarily has three angles less than 90 that degrees. Cuties. Yeah. cuties. Cutie angles. Three Not those cuties. Angles. Three cuties together. <laughs> oh, yeah. Snug as a bug. Everyone there is going to be equilateral, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I mean. Well, you know, it's all it's important, like it, like in most things, in bed and geometry, to be equilateral with one another. I'm really you know trying to make geometry sexy, and it's just not working. <laughs> so, does someone want to read this one for us? I will. Yes. Proposition forty-seven. In right-angled triangles, the square on the side opposite the right angle equals the sum of the squares on the sides containing the right angle. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what that means? Yes. I do mean? know oh, what that means, actually. Yeah. So you, you take that that right angle triangle, right? Yeah. There's only one side that is opposite the right angle. It's going to be the longest side. Yes. Yep. Um, the area of a square, if you built it, if you take a square where the each each uh, side is the length that is equal to the length of that side of the triangle. Yes. Mm -hmm. The area of that square is the sum of similarly built squares for the other two sides of the triangle. Yes. Oh, yeah. damn. Very That's good. It. All right. All right. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, I want Jorge to be the teacher. It's now. like, uh, I mean, you look at it and you're like, okay, sure. It doesn't look, you, even yeah. when you're looking at the diagram, you're like, how would you know that? Like, it doesn't make, I'll believe you, I guess, because you're Euclid or whoever. But, <laughs> but then when he starts breaking it down and explaining why every proposition he's gotten you to believe so far actually uh -huh. makes this true, you're just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's that like quantum mind in the mean like galaxy mind <laughs> yeah no because it's <laughs> just like when you're opening the fucking the the arc 
the Lost Ark. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> I know <laughs> everything! Because it, it is very rare that there's, like, a, a complicated idea that you can, like, actually comprehend with your feeble yeah. little not-math mind. Yeah, and it's so nice when you look at this, and after you're done with it, you take another look at the, the diagram, like, I see it. I see it see now. Everything. <laughs> By the way, squish, dude. This is absolutely great because this goes back to your Lovecraft thing at the beginning, talking about non non Euclidean, where we're treating these proofs and things and learning them like Eldridge knowledge that drives you insane if you know it. Like, it, well, it's the opposite. It drives you more sane. More sane. You feel things make more sense. Ultra you're more sane. Sure of yourself. Yeah. It's you just start like, looking oh. around and you see how the geometry like creates the world. Like, oh, cool. God's world is a Euclidean world. Maybe I'm not a complete toad and can learn something. I can learn. I can fight. fight. <laughs> so Okay, so you want to break this down a little bit? Well, yeah. Uh, I can break it down. Yeah. Or do you guys remember how to do it enough? To... No. No. Okay. <laughs> no, my mind was blown and then I went back to you the You went into full savant was... mode and just like plugged back into the Matrix and then pulled yourself out. Well, my, my well, you know, I'm, I'm a very I'm a practical practical applications person uh -huh. um i'm not a big proofs proofs are not practical my... paul so what a, what the the basic like mechanic of this proposition is is uh you have these squares and you're drawing triangles like through the square on parallel lines that connects them to a part of the triangle so you're proving that like sections of this triangle are equal to sections of these squares and then when you add them all together like the area of the largest square has to equal the, the area of the other two squares and you do that because it's like oh well this portion of the big square is equal to this portion of one of the little squares and this remaining portion of the big square is equal to the other portion is equal to the other smaller square therefore if these two portions of the big square which are equal to the little squares are equal to the big square then these two squares are also equal to the big square yeah so it's going to be impossible to comprehend this just hearing it yeah. but it's it is all it just has to do with drawing lines out from points onto other points and like looking at the sizes of the different areas and using all the previous yeah. propositions you start to build something that actually makes sense it's it is really really clever and it ends Therefore, in right angle triangles, the square on the side opposite the right angle equals the sum of the squares on the sides containing the right angle. Q E D. Dude, so when when he had finished this big old fucking queef, do you think like is it just like <laughs> Well this one's a quaid. Okay, sorry, quaid. Does he just like what do you do at that point? You just like close your laptop, pull out a drink, like get your wife fucking <laughs> You light a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> Look what I did. Oh, I imagine he looked like Randy in that one episode of South Park after getting the porn when there's no porn available. Like, like just, uh, uh, and he just cleans himself off, <laughs> has a smoke, and just, like, walks away. Dude, think about those hype-ass parties where it's just, like, all they're doing is just like, yo, 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 get, get Euclid to tell you his thing. Get him to tell you that thing, dude. Tell him that thing. Tell him that thing you figured it's, it's out. It's like a bunch of drunk people together, and he draws it all at once, and he connects like the last line. And, and it was like, go, you click, go, you click, go. <laughs> oh! just, oh! I would love it if he's at the frat party, and he draws like the last line, and you just see a little bit of it, and you come out, and it's just the word beer spelled out. <laughs> you click! Uh, that party animal. Therefore, the sum of these two drinks takes two drinks exactly. equals the whole party. Yeah, and I feel like he's writing it on the chalkboard as he's saying it, and then he does like the slash period, you know, when he ends it. Oh yeah, Shazam! <laughs> there are uh, when we were doing these originally in class, everyone would start to come up with like sort of their their sign off, their uh -huh. little flourish at the end, because it is exciting. Like when you memorize these propositions and you do them live yeah. for a class on a chalkboard, and so when you finally finish it, some people like snapped on the board and some people you know, blam. <laughs> well my uh it's my linear blam. algebra professor this last semester was uh he would he does like all the proofs for how everything in linear algebra mm -hmm. works like i don't think he's, he needs to and it's kind of confusing honestly to ha have that in your brain at the same time when it's like oh but really we could just use this formula which you say uh it's super cool to learn about but he would he would go through proving everything and just like every single time multiple times a class for every single class this whole semester, he just he'd be talking really fast. It's da -da 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 -da, and Shazam! It's just like whoa, <laughs> yeah. Shazam. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be super excited. Just, and Shazam! <laughs> it's, 
it's like when you're Willy Wonka and the wonders of your own creation are just kind of mundane now. So he's he's kind of like with his eyes rolling, step into the world of my imagination. Shazam! There's the magical gumdrop fairies that I literally created. And that's why your son is your own monkey's uncle. Shazam! <laughs> It's 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 reasons like this that I end up loving that song from the stupids like I'm my own grandpa because he goes through and like approves how he could be his own grandfather like it 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 does like resemble this structure his level of yeah goddamn funny cool so do you have a give anything else for this are we doing that post credit scene or well okay so I promised you guys (laughs) because I want to see like the hilariousness of the boring forty eight. So no no I mean this is this is prop forty seven this is really yeah. where it pops off and I'll show you guys like how goddamn boring prop that's oh it. oh that's... it's just a triangle with a line <laughs> in the middle so they have this high pass diagram <laughs> and then it's just a, it's just a triangle yeah, yeah. so it's, it's, it's cut in it's, half it's I guess called that's, a corollary two face was uh, a triangle like if you prove that something is true like if you switch it like the inverse the corollary is also true so okay. if in a triangle the square on one of the sides equals the sum of the squares on the remaining two sides of the triangle then the angle contained by the remaining two sides of the triangle is right so okay. like you can reverse engineer and prove that if you have the squares are all equal then you yeah. know it's a right triangle that they're based on i've already left the theater i'm i know honestly <laughs> <God, I'm like, laughs> yeah. produced by I... john favreau yeah, dude, I already, I already blew my load. I'm going home. I'm not thinking about this. Yeah, I drank a whole Coke Zero, and I need to pee way more than I need to appreciate the creators of this content. <laughs> ah, cool. That's terrible. Yeah, and so, I mean, that's it, boys. That You guys just did. We did it. Euclid. And you too, listener. You you just went through like kind of the, the broad strokes of book one of Euclid. Yeah, so let us know if you actually understood that or if it was complete, utter garbage that we disputed. Let us know how wrong we were in our analysis. (laughs) I'm imagining like someone in their car driving to this and those numbers go by like in uh, Rain Man and they just like crash into a lamppost because the numbers trying to visualize this and like literally go off the road. Sorry about that, y'all. We are I'm not. glad you imagine that about our listeners is that we drive them off the road. I know. I do imagine that every one of them is driving. That's the only time I really listen to podcasts oh, is when no. I'm driving. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, this might be one that you you want to listen to again with the diagrams in front of you. It, yeah. it will make this whole process much simpler. Yeah, I if you get the you. chance, it, I did it. It did not take me long no. at all to go through these. Super fun. Yeah. If you're like, into that is, sort of thing, I guess. It was interesting because, like, not only was I learning math when I was doing this, but mm-hmm. I was learning, like, how to construct a logical argument, like, with the, the base levels. Mm. If you can't say something unless you know that this something is true and yeah. you just like very much break it down. So it like, it definitely had an effect on my thought, like how I come to ideas and how I try to mm-hmm. show ideas. Like it mm-hmm. is like part, partly in due to this. No, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the way this kind of stuff works. We do it a lot for um, the algorithms in machine learning. Like a lot of oh, the way that okay. you like for reinforcement learning in particular, the way you train sure. neural networks and like agents to do different things mm-hmm. is, usually based on kind of logical ideas originally and then you find ways to like program it out if such is the case such will happen and if such changes such also needs to change like sort of like those basic ways that you describe it you showed me one of these equations yeah we talked a little bit about it i can i can do an episode on that eventually yeah yeah but i mean this kind of structure like is for the longest time until like the 19th century was like this is this is the best math. This is the best yeah. math. <laughs> Number one math. Number one. Uh, history, history-wise. USA. Where is Pythagoras mm-hmm. and where is Euclid? So Pythagoras is long before Euclid. Oh, okay. Um, so Pythagoras, we call it the Pythagorean theorem because he's the one who came up with it. Euclid's the one who comes up with the cleanest, at least in the Western geometric, like uh, arithmetical tradition. Mm-hmm. He's the one who comes up with the cleanest uh, proof of it. So he, he proves that this is true. We all kind of knew it was true because of Pythagoras, but like he does it the cleanest. Make sure. That, yeah. yeah. And in such a consistent way with the other propositions. Pythagoras was a little bit of a nut. Um, no. There was a cult. Yeah, that cult. Yeah. 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 And it's... like one of my, there are a few like lists of things that Pythagoreans had to do. One of my favorites is one must abstain from beans. Like it, why? It wasn't. It'd be why? Like, like, it's a power it, move, dude. It's <laughs> You're going to tell another guy he can't eat beans and he listens to you, dude? That's a high T that's, move. That's a that's fucking, a yeah. You're, <laughs> you know, that's power, be, dude. Like, you, you're not allowed to tell anybody how the proofs work. You know, you have to, like, understand that the world is created geometrically mm-hmm. and perfectly. No beans. 
I imagine everybody like, oh yes, yes, master, this this all makes absolutely. sense. Absolutely. And no, no beans. beans. Well, just no kind beans. of like a muttering and just like, no beans. <laughs> okay. That's the <laughs> one he has to reinforce. They're like sitting in a, an important meeting. Somebody just starts tooting. It's just like, did you? Why are you tooting? I, you don't normally toot that hard. Yeah. Did you? Did you have a bean? No. no, no, no did I you swear, eat a I bean? Swear, I, I swear. I didn't Prove eat a bean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! Like he gets thrown into the Colosseum, and they throw him like a piece of chalk. Rude! You didn't have a bean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay. yeah. yeah. So, what do you guys think? You think uh, on something like this, are we friends? Yeah, yeah. I think as far as how this could have gone, and you know, the number of people that you'd find that would be interested in talking about. This dumb shit triangle bullshit. Uh, yeah, I think all things considered, we'd be friends. Yeah. Right? No, it's dumb triangle bullshit, and I hate it. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, you know, you guys, you guys know I love this shit. So, like, I, I'm absolutely, absolutely friends. Mm-hmm. So, before we finish up here, we want to take a little trip down to the kids' corner. Kids' corner. Kids' corner. Right, we, we were talking about this a little bit. I don't. I, the only reason we're calling it Kids Corner is so I can say Kids Corner. I like I yeah. like Kids yeah. Corner. It comes from Pokemon Stadium for me. That's what. And the Kids Corner is just our opportunity to give some shout outs to people, like especially this week. Um, yeah, I, I, I recently an old friend from high school reached out to me, John, and uh, I want to thank him for telling us that we are good. Go, John. Complimenting thank you, us. John. Thank yeah. you, John. Come on the podcast. Uh, I've Never. got a. You won't. A group of people that I want to thank. <laughs> you <can> fight me. Fucking <laughs> <can> fight me. <laughs> I've got a group of people I want to thank. Um, I want to thank all the people on Instagram who like the philosophy memes. For <laughs> yes. some reason, <laughs> it'll be it'll be like you know like reasonable number of likes for like such Fine. meme that we po- we post yeah. an episode. Like our our listeners like them, and then I post like some random philosophy memes, just, and it's just. <laughs> hundreds of lights come flooding in like flew out of the woodwork yeah don't know why so many philosophers are on instagram Uh or why they love these memes so much but i know they're i mean they're pretty good but this is the most attention we've ever gotten for anything we've ever done (laughs) yeah (laughs) so so now we love it (laughs) yeah like it's it's been sick uh so thank you philosophy nerds yeah you guys making the dream come true you're you're now in the kids corner (laughs) as always especially those philosophy nerds. You can find us on our Twitter and Instagram, both of which are at underscore are we friends, all one word. I have been your described, derived, and soon-to-be-subscribed co-host, Taylor. I'm your queef co-host, Brian. (laughs) And I'm still just Jorge. And we will come to you with greater propositions next week. Math!